ಸಹನಾವತು ಸಹನೋಭುನತ್ತು ಸಹವೀರ್ಯಂಕರವಾವಹೈ ತೇಜಸ್ವಿನಾವಧೀತಮಸ್ತು ಮಾ ವಿದ್ವಿಷಾವಹೈ ಅಪಹತ ಪಾತ್ರ ಅಂಡ್ ದೇರ್ ಫರ್ 
Even though the word Dharakasha is not mentioned now in what Prajapati teaches to Indra, but it is the same Atma, Apahatapatma, Vijaya, Vimrutyu, therefore the subject matter is the same. So subject matter, this is the determination of Dharakasha, which is how the whole uh, chapter began. <coughs> Asaitamasmin Brahmapure Dharam Pundigram Pundarigam Veshma Dharasmin Dharakasa Tasmin Nitanta Tadanveshtavyam Tadva Vijignasavyamiti. This is how the eighth chapter began. And this is, all this discussion is what does Dharakasa mean in that statement? Dharam Pundarigam Veshma. The Veshma, the dwelling, Pundarikam, of the shape of lotus. The haram, which is very fine or minded, the heart. The Asminantarakasa, in that lotus shaped dwelling, there is also a space within that. And what is there in there? Dharakasa. Then subsequently we saw the sutra that it is not what is in Dharakasa. But Dharakasa itself is the object of upasana or meditation here. And the discussion up to the sutra 18 determined that Dharakasa means Param Brahma. It is not elemental space, which is what the word akasha may suggest. But based on what Prajavali says subsequently about the akasha, yavan vayam akasha, tavanesh akasha, say what dharakasha, what Prajavali says subsequently, becomes a determining factor in arriving at the conclusion that here, by this expression, dharakasa, prajapati meant parambrahma, and not elemental space or not jivatma. But then, when we come to subsequently the, the uh, prajapati vidya or indra vidya, you know, what is taught to indra, same dharakasa is taught again. It looks like that dharakasa means jivatma, I mean that, that interpretation of the atma, pahadapatma, which means dharakasa can be interpreted as jivatma. Tuttrasmat, from the subsequent teaching of our words of prajapati, is meant this prajapati vidya. <coughs> so whether in this, teaching to Indra. Is it, is Prajapati teaching about Jivatma or Paramatma? So, this Shankara is basically to clarify all of this to in fact further dwell upon the teaching of Prajapati. Further deliberate upon what Prajapati is teaching. The deliberation took place in the text by way of Bhashya. A further deliberation takes place here by way of discussion upon the sutras. As we always say that discussion of Brahma Sutra gives us 
some more insight into the teaching of Upanishad. <coughs> so Puru Bhakshi has built his case that what Prajāvara is teaching about is Jīvātmā, because Prajāvara is talking about the Self that goes through these various states of waking, dream and deep sleep. So avastha tre upanyasad avastha lingena jivanishchayat. The entity that Prajavali talks about is jiva because avastha tre upanyasad the teaching is imparted with the illustration of avasthātra or the three states of waking, dream and deep sleep. Avasthālingena. So these three states become linga. They become the avid ground of inference as to who is referred to. And Paramātmā cannot go through these three states. It is Jīvātmā who goes through these three states. Therefore, Hajarabhati is, is talking about Jīvātmā. Yadyapi upakrame jīva shabda nāsti Even in this whole teaching, yātmā, bhadapātmā, upakramāyana, inu upasamvāra, uttama purusha, there is no word such as jīva. Tathāpi apahurtpāpatnāri gunakam ātmā upakramya but upakrama or introduction is the atma, that is apaharabhatma, vijara, vibhattu. Atma is what Prajapati begins with. That atma is described as going through waking, dream and deep sleep. So atma referred to as apaharabhatma. Even though apaharabhatma, vijara, vibhattu. This description would point to the Paramātmā. Because being sinless and free from old age, death and all samsara dharma would primarily apply to Paramātmā. But then how come subsequently to impart the nature of the Paramātmā, in fact, what Prajāpati wants to teach that, that Paramātmā is Jīvātmā. One who passes through the three states is none other than Paramātmā, and the other, the one who looks upon himself as Jīvātmā, is Paramātmā, is what is meant to be taught here. But anyway, outwardly the description looks like that of Jīvātmā. And so is in the description of Jiva, what is the reason why Prajapati imparts his teaching by the illustration of or with reference to the three states of consciousness? Why? That's basically what the point is. If you take it simply from a gross point of view, it looks like Prajāpati is describing Jīvātmā, because Jīvātmā alone can pass through the states of making, etc. And therefore, even though upakrama is 
या आत्मा अपहर को आत्मा वर्ड जीवा इज नॉट मैं सब्सिक्वेंट डिस्क्रिप्शन सिम्स टू पॉइंट टू जीवात्मा देवर द पूर्व पक्षी से आत्मा अपहर को आत्मा जीवात्मा इज नॉट परमात्मा अक्षी ग्रहणम ಅಭಿನಿಷ್ಪದ್ಯೀವೇ So in some way, even this statement also can be interpreted as applicable to Jeevatma. Why? Asmaat Sarirat Samuthaya, basically. Arising from this body. What is this body? Body that is condemnable. So, Magvan Matyamva Ilam Shariram. In there this body is mortal, perishable. it is mithya anatma idi so it is not so much the ninda of sharira sharira sambandha ninda purvaka the idea is that the body which is insignificant which is mortal which is perishable which is fine and that you know body does not deserve to be condemned because it is perishable that is nature but the ninda is one who takes his body as a self taking this body as a self that is what is here connect therefore it is nothing to do with the body asma sarira samutha therefore one has to rise from the body what is meant by rising from the body the rising will be of the same nature as of sitting or you know of being stationed in the body if you are abiding the body so rising from the body will be of the same nature as abiding in the body atma never abides in the body the only way the abiding in the body is by identifying with the body looking upon the body as a self so that is the nature of atma dwelling in the body so arising the body is becoming free from that identification that's all it means so you arise from here then what do you reach param jyoti upasampadya attaining that param jyoti the supreme light the supreme consciousness svena rupena abhinishpadyate then he gets established in his own nature sahadavan that there is sah uttama purusha so that is uttama purusha the most exalted purusha or self in this aiti jeevameva sharirat samutthitam uttama purusham darshayadi who is uttama purusha 
Uttama Purusha means self, basically. Uttama can mean, of course, the most exalted, Ut-Uttara Uttama. Uttama Purusha also in Vyakarana means the self, the first person. So here the first person is meant. Who is he? The one who arises from the body, attains his nature of Param Jyotihi and becomes established in his true nature, which is Uttama Pura, which is the Self. So these expressions also can lend itself to the interpretation that Rajabhadi is talking about Jivatma. Not only the Upakrama, but the Upasamuhara also can be Upakrama is a matter of doubt. Whether Yatma, Abhatapatma, is it Jivatma, Paramatma is to be settled. But the Upanyasa or the illustration a presentation of this Apaharapatma passing through these three states seems to suggest that Apaharapatma is Jivatma. And Asma Sahira Samuttara Uttara Purusha that also can be interpreted as Jivatma. Therefore, on the page 233 in the second line, Vasekara says, Tasma Astisambhavaha Jive Parameshwarana Dharmana Ataha Dharaha Asmyantarakasaha Iti Jiva Eva Uktaha Iti Chet Kaschidruya Tasmat says Ratnavat Tasmat Prajapati Vakyat. From this teaching of Prajapati, Asti Sambhava Jiveya Tasmat can be a therefore also. That seems to make more sense than this, you know, Tasmat from the teaching of Prajapati. Asti Sambhava. You remember the previous sutra on the page 230. Itara Paramarsat Saiti Zedna Asambhavat. So previous sutra presented Asambhava as a Hetu. That Dharatasa is not Jivatma Asambhavat because those attributes cannot apply to the Jivatma. So Asambhava. What Prajapati describes is impossible. In case of Jivatma, this was the Hetu presented. Here the Purupakshi says that no, it is not a Sambhava, he shows Sambhava. That what Pajapri subsequently says, Yavanasmi Akasha, etc., that Akasha is etc., is impossible to apply in case of Jivatma. All the three states and stuff like that is all possible to apply in case of Jiva Madhar, but Asambhava is not uh, totally established. 
So therefore, this whole sutra I always started asambhava, asambhavadvihita asiddhim asankya hai pariharadi. Here the asanka is that asambhava is not finally established. Some aspects of Prajapati's statements in the, in the Upasana seems to say that yes, dharakasa cannot be jivatma because what subsequently Prajapati says with reference to the Upasana cannot be applied to jivatma. What Prajapati says with reference to Brahmavidya subsequently seems to be, can be interpreted as Jivātmā. Therefore, that what Prajāpati teaches is impossible in case of Jivātmā, that Hetu is not yet established. So, going back again to page 233, so tasmā jive therefore the Purupakshi concludes that okay, therefore, due to all these various reasons, Jeeve, Parveshwaram, Dharmam, Sambhava, Asti. Even though Apahata Pātma, Vijaraha, Mirvatyu, being sinless, being free from old age, death, being free from all samsara dharma, really, are the dharma, the characteristics of Paramatma. But then subsequently in some way you can apply them to Jivatma also. In what then he doesn't bother to tell us. He goes by the words of the teaching. Instead that as far as the Vachyasa is concerned, the teaching can lead to the conclusion that Prajapati's subject matter is Jivatma. And above that Jivatma, Prajapati says, Yatma Bhadapatma. Therefore, Abhadapatvam, which are the dharmas of Paramatma, should apply to Jivatma. Ataha. See, Ataha, not Sambhava, Asambhava Asiddhe. Should be there. Asambhava Asiddhe, Ataha. Because Asambhava, impossibility of the subject matter being jivātmā, not being established conclusively. Therefore, dhara asmi antarākāsa, right in the beginning, what Pujāpari said about dhara-kāsa is jīvā. So all of this is to determine what is dhara-kāsa. But in that, all this also, the Sutrakara also includes also the entire teaching of Prajāpati. Ataha dhara-asminantarākāse jīva-yavoktayati. Therefore, by dhara-kāsa earlier also, what Prajāpati meant was jīvātmā. Idi-ced-kaschid-bhūyāt, if someone comes up with this kind of reasoning, then Siddhānti should say this to him.
సో సిద్ధాంతం ఆరే సిద్ధాంతిస్తం ప్రతి ఆదర్శ సిద్ధాంతం సో మాస్యకాశ ఆవిర్భూతస్వరూపస్తూ సో ఉత్తరాచేత్ ఇస్ ది పూర్వపక్షం ఉత్తరాచేత్ సో అసంభవ అసిద్ధి బికాస్ వాట్ ప్రజాపతి సేస్ సబ్సిక్వెంట్లీ హే ఇట్ ఈస్ నాట్ ఇంపాసిబుల్ దట్ ప్రజాపతి టాకింగ్ అవుట్ జీవాత్మ దెన్ సిద్ధాంతి సే ఆవిర్భూత స్వరూపస్తు ఆవిర్భూత స్వరూప ఇన్ ఇట్స్ ఓన్ రివీల్ ఆవిర్భూత ఇస్ రివీల్ స్వరూప ఇస్ అ నేచర్ దట్ వాట్ ప్రజాపతి డిస్క్రైబ్స్ ఎస్ అస్మా శరీర సముత్థాయ పరం జ్యోతి ఉపసంపద్య స్వేద రూపేణ అభినిష్పద్యతే స ఉత్తమ పురుష ఓల్ దీస్ కెన్ అప్లై ద జీవాత్మ అరైజింగ్ ఫ్రమ్ దిస్ బాడీ బట్ దెన్ దిస్ పరం జ్యోతి ఉత్తమ పురుష ఈజ్ వాట్ ఈజ్ రియలీ ది నేచర్ ఆఫ్ పరమాత్మ then how come it is described with reference to looks like jivaatma because that is the true nature of jivaatma what prajapati means to say that that is the true nature of jivaatma which becomes manifest when asma sayat samuthaya when one rises from this body meaning that when one becomes free from ignorance then this nature of oneself becomes manifest it is not that jivaatma has to become paramatma jivaatma is paramatma and because of ignorance which brings about identification of body which creates a notion that i am the body that is what suppresses the true nature of the self and when that suppressing factor goes away there is clouds moving away how the sun becomes evident so also the true nature of jivaatma becomes evident he is not that he becomes this he already is and therefore this description is not description of jivaatma it is description of paramatma meaning that the paramatma is the nature of jivaatma which becomes evident from manifest సు ఆవిర్భూత స్వరూపస్తు ఆవిర్భావస్తే విశేష విషయత్వాత్ ఆవిర్భావ అప్లైస్ టు జీవాత్మ టూ శబ్ద వృథాయి తదర్థర్స్ టు ఆవిర్భావ దీనింగ్ డస్ నాట్ కన్వే ఎనిథింగ్ సో వాస్యకరశ్ద పూర్వపక్ష్యర్థ సో టూ డస్ నాట్ క్వాలిఫై 
अविर्भूत स्वरूप में तू शब्द इस पूर्व पक्ष व्यावृत्य पूर्व पक्ष दिस इज व्यावृत्ति मीन्स टू रिफ्यूज दूर्व पक्ष इज द इंटेंशन ऑफ दू पक्ष व्यावृत्ति में स्फुटी इन वॉट वे डेज इवर टू रेफ्यूज द पूर्व पक्ष वॉज वॉट भाषे का एक्सप्लेन्स उत्तराज उत्तरस्माक्या जीव से आशंका संभव टू मीन्स न उत्तरस्माक्यावन बाय दीचिंग प्रजापति टेक्स प्लेस सब्सिक्वेंटली Towards Indra by that vakya by that section also, yeh jivasya asanga na sambhavade. Even by that also, it is there is no possibility that the subject matter can be interpreted as jivatma. So the asambhava is asserted here. Puru Pakshi questioned the asambhava and Siddhanti. प्रजापति दिस ब्रह्म विद्या बट द टीकाकार रीजन वाईंगेसिसक्राइबर So that's the question by Puru Paksha. How can you say that? We already said that this states that the Atma passes through only point of Jiva Atma that it must linger or ground of inference to conclude that this is description of Jiva Atma. And then how do you say that there is no Ashanka or Jiva Atma? Sautram he tum ah. आविर्भूत स्वरूप वस्तु इज ए रीजन दूत्र काराष्यकार 
आविर्भूतस्वो जीवो विवक्ष Even in that Pariyaya of waking dream, etc., there also Avirbhuta Svarupo Jiva Vivakshade. What is Vivaksha or what is the intention of conveying is the Jiva Atma, not the ignorant Jiva Atma, but Avirbhuta Svarupa. One whose nature has become manifest, that Jiva Atma is what is meant here. Tullinga sujitam bahuvrihi samasamaha avarbhuta svarupastu So, that is pullinga. See, Brahma is neuter and this jivatma is pullinga, understand. Sutrakara says avarbhuta svarupaha. He is pullinga. And therefore, Vashagara explains the meaning of that. Bahuvrihi Samasa. Avirbhutam Swarupam Ascheve Avirbhuta Swarupaha. So, that is the one of whose Swarupa, the true nature, is Avirbhuta, has become manifest, has become revealed or evident. So this is the Visheshana of Jivatma. Avirbhuta Swarupaha is Avirbhutam Swarupam Yasya Saha Avirbhuta Swarupaha. The one whose Swarupa has become evident. So that is Jivatma. But Swarupa is Brahma. Swarupa of Jivatma is Brahma. And therefore, one whose Brahma Swarupam has become evident, then why do you now still refer to him as Jiva? He is now Brahman. So why do you use Pullinga? Tasya Brahmatvat Gatham Jiva Visheshade. If Swarupa is Param Brahma, then why do you say it is Jiva Atma whose nature has become evident? So Mahasakana says, Bhūta-pūrva-gatyā jīva-vacanam That avi-bhūta-svarūpa applies to jīvātma. Bhūta-pūrva-gatyā because earlier he thought that he was jīvātma. And therefore even though now he is enlightened and no more looks upon himself as jīvātma but still based on what he looked upon himself as and therefore you can say that this is Anubhutti, you know. <coughs> and there is Jivatvam in a way continues as far as the Vyavara is concerned. It no more continues as far as the, his mind is concerned. That is where a complete transformation has happened. Meaning that he no more looks upon himself as Jivatma. He looks upon himself as Brahma. But to other people he may look still like Jivatma only because still he may... He has his limited upadhi and seems to function as a limited entity. 
सूत पूर्वगत्या जीववचनम दैट्स व्हाट सेज रत्नवा अवस्थात्रयशोधने न आविर्भूतत्वम शोधितत्वम अर्थस्य वाक्योत्तवृत्ति अभिव्यक्तत्वमित्यतः so how has this nature become evident or revealed avastha tray shodhanena the reason why the three avasthas waking etc are described here is not to say that the jivatma is really waker or the dreamer or the deep sleeper but that Waker excludes the dreamer and other deep sleeper, and dreamer excludes other two, and then each one excludes other two. Therefore, waker, dreamer cannot be the true nature because it's all excluded. Vyavrutam, Bhaditam. Therefore, from what Prajapati teaches, when we contemplate upon the teaching of Prajapati, it should become evident that. Waker cannot be the true nature of the Atma, because waker is not present in the dream and deep sleep, and so also dreamer and deep sleeper also cannot be the true nature of Atma, because they exclude each other. Avastatra shodhena. That means waker, dreamer, deep sleeper, all of these are not Atma. They are they are something that is. That is only incidental to Atma. So Shodhanam, you then have to purify, meaning that exclude what Atma is not. Therefore, the presentation of the three states is only to illustrate, only to convey the Atma and Atma Viveka. It is the Avasthatra Sakshi. What is meant to be conveyed here is the Avasthatra Sakshi, the witness of the three states. So avastatra shodhanena. Though by excluding them for the waking, dream, deep sleep, then what remains is what? When all anatma is excluded, then what? An excluding is nothing but giving up the identification. That's all. It is not that atma really becomes waker or dreamer. That I am waker is a notion because of the identity. You can say gross body. And subtle body, and causal body. So therefore, the study, or the deliberation upon these three states, enables us to understand that the gross body, subtle body, causal body cannot be atma because there is no consistency. They do not persist in all the three states. Therefore, they are atma. So then, so when anatma is recognized as anatma, then what remains is only atma. Atma is always there. The I am always manifest; is not that it is revealed. Upon that I am only the waker, dreamer, deep sleeper, etc. Superimpose because of identification, gross body, etc. So when I recognize that that waker, dreamer, deep sleeper do not belong to I, so with that when one gives up the identity, recognizes by this viveka, 
that I can't be the vehicle, therefore gross body I am not, subtle body I am not, etc. Then I am, I am is there. But I am vehicle, that vehicle goes away, I am dreamer, dreamer goes away, I am sleeper, sleeper goes away. Now what means that I am? That I am always was manifest. Upon that I am was superimposed all these anatma there were. That I am was not manifest in its total true nature, that's all. It cannot be that Atma is not manifest. So Avirbhuta Swarupa, Avirbhutam. So not only Swarupam, but then Pararupam also was shining at that time. The gross and subtle Anatma also is shining, Anatma also is shining there were. If an Atma is recognized as an Atma, then, then what remains in my awareness is Atma. So, Avir Bhutatvam Shodhita Tvamarthasya. So, Tvamartha is, is basically, this all focused upon Tvamartha or Atma. Because all notions only exist about Atma and there, when all notions are, you know, they are now eliminated, removed. Then Vakyotha, then you are told that he you are Uttama Purushaha. Param Jyotihi, this is what is told. So Mahavakya is of that nature here. Param Jyoti Uva Sampadya, Svenarupena, Abhinishpadyate, Sa Uttama Purushaha. That's the Mahavakya. So Vakyotha, Vrutti, Abhivyaktatvam. So that I am in fact Param Purusha. I am is Param Jyotihi. So that is to be recognized. That is when the Upanishad comes by revealing the Paramatak nature of Atma for which we have no other Pramana. Upanishad says, recognize that I am as Param Jyotihi as the limitless consciousness. Recognize I am as the Parama Purusha. Uttama Purusha. So by that teaching then Vakyotha Vrutti, when that Vakya in fact creates in me the Jnana Vrutti, when I recognize what the meaning of the Vakya is, Abhivyaktatvam, in that Vrutti the true nature becomes evident that I am Param Jyotihi, I am Uttama Purusha, the true nature of the Self becomes evident in the Jnana Vrutti. This is what is meant by Avirbhuta Swarupa. <coughs> then of course we have Tavi Sutra, Pundingena, Pullingena, Jyotihi Katham. Why Sutrakara uses Avirbhuta Swarupa? The Pullinga, referring to Jivatma. Jnana, Jivatvasya, Nibhuttatva. Because now Jivatvam. That I am Jiva, that notion is already removed, eliminated, no more exists now, then is no more Jiva. So Bhāsakara says, Bhūta-purva-gatya Jiva-vachanam. It is only Bhūta-purva-gatya. What is Bhūta-purva? says, Dhyāna-puram avidya tatkārya prativimbita prativimbita-tvarūpam jivatvam abhūdhivikratva Jnana, Purvam, before the knowledge, Avidya, Tatkarya. 
So Atma being reflected in ignorance. And avidya karya means ahankara, mamakara, etc. And therefore what is meant by reflection is identification basically. So Atma identifies with the ignorance and the products of ignorance, ahankara, mamakara, ragadvesha, etc. <coughs> so jiyatvam abhud. So pratibhimbitattvarupam jivam jivatma abhud. Looking upon oneself as pratibhimba. Like the sun, thinking that I am the one that reflects in the water is what I am. And so also Paramatma thinking that the one that is reflected in the Agnyam and the mind which is productive ignorance, that I am. And reflection is always, it is always controlled by the reflecting medium. Therefore, reflection only shows all the limitations of the medium in which it gets reflected. So the water is dirty, reflection looks dull and watery, waves and reflection moves and set, you know, unsteady, etc. And so also one looks upon oneself as unsteady, as dull, as limited. That's the jivatva. So this is how jivatvam abhur. That Paramatma looked upon himself as jivatma so far because not recognizing that I am bimba, that I am the image, thinking that I am pratibimba, I am the reflection. This is the way of explaining. No real bimba, pratibimba, that's it. That's the extra, you know, the model that is given here. Idikrutva. <coughs> Since all along he thought that I am jiva, jnanantaram brahmarupa vi jivanam Jnanantaram, after the taking place of knowledge, Brahmarupopi, even though he is not Brahmarupa, still Jivanatma Vachyate. So Vita Sutrakara cannot use any word for no reason at all. I mean, this sutra, this words, etc., come from, you know, what kind of mind it is. Keshavam Bhagavanam Shankaram Shankarajayam. So it is again, as we say, the devotion that Bhashyakara has for Sutrakara that enables him to dwell upon every little word and explain where Sutrakara is coming from. Because again, Sutra is only in form of words. And words can convey knowledge only if you can understand Tatkarya. So Vashyakara's role here is to determine Tatkarya. Tatkarya Nirana is what Vashyakara has to do. By analyzing the, the words. And what is intended to be conveyed by those words. Because words, everybody listens to words and, and comes up with a different interpretation. So what should be the true interpretation of those words is what Vashyakara can tell. Only when Vashyakara can tune out to Sutrakara, that's all. Otherwise nobody can tell. If you read the Sutra, how much sense will be made, there is a question. And so, so Sutrakara thinks that 
then jivatvam in a way continues as far as the onlookers are concerned. So that brahma-rupatvam only is an internal affair. It is subjective and therefore the wise person knows I am brahma. But as far as it is external, because then satatra pariyedi, you know, all that stuff is subsequently described. Jakshat all that stuff only applies to only jivatma, like, you know, because enjoying stuff. So subsequent description looks like description of a jivatma. Meaning, of a person who has uh, realized his sagun brahma. So keeping that in mind, I guess you are the sutrakara, use the word, and you pulling her. <coughs> so jivanam na he is here, describe it, the name or the word that, that implies jivatma. Says Nyanya, Saruba Avirbhavi, Jivasya, Jivatva Anapaya, Kuto Brahmataidi. So, what it may appear to an outsider is Saruba Avirbhavi. So, even though his Saruba or the true nature has become manifest or evident, Jivasya, Jivatva Anapaya, because his Swarupa is always Brahma anyway. Even when a person looks upon himself as Jivatma, his Swarupa is Brahma, so suppose Swarupa becomes evident that Brahma, still Jivatma remains. So Jivasya, Jivatva Anapaya. So your question is that just because Swarupa or the true nature that I am Brahman becomes evident to me, how does Jivatma go away? It goes away. How does it go away? So, jivasya anapaya kuto brahmada. How can jivatva go away simply by knowledge that I am Brahma and therefore how do you say it is become Brahma? Ityasankya praja patya vakya tatparimaha. Then Vashyakara tells tatparya again. Tatparya nina. Or what prajapati means. Etadati. Or again, say the Adatnarava, Vishwata is a Pranaturiya Priyaja Tushtayarnaga, Prajavivakya Satpariva. The purport of Prajavadi Vakya Prajavadi's teaching, which involves Vishwata is a Pranaturiya, so what is intended by Prajavadi is what Vashyakara brings out here, is Aditi. So Vashyakara says, So this is the meaning here. Yuthapya Yudhidam Tvevate Yudhi Punah Punah 
ಉಪನ್ಯಾಸಕ್ರಮೇಣ ಪರಂ ಜ್ಯೋತಿರ್ಪಸಂಪನ್ಯೇಣ ಅವಿನಿಷ್ಪದ್ಯೇ ದೃಶ್ಯಾ that one is a drashta or one who sees through the eyes that is what is man that is a vehicle of the atma so akshilakshiram drashtaram nirdishya what prajapati intended to convey all is drashta that is seer through the eyes just seer in fact akshi means eyes and so from eyes one sees and so not just seeing through the eyes but seeing in general through all the sense organs so seeing in general means witnessing self that's what is meant there so this is what prajapati meant that, hey you are the witnessing self that's what you are udasharava brahmana when prajapati discovered that these people have taken the words literally and there it is indra came to they came to conclusion that what prajapati meant was that reflection is atma and so they asked this question which one is atma the one that is in the mirror in the water and other shining surface like sword etc which one of them are atma or all of, all of them are atma so it became very clear to prajapati that this fellow have only interpreted my words literally they have taken vachyartha not lakshyartha and the reflection is taken as atma they were to help them become free from their notion prajapati conducted an experiment and said that you look at yourself in the plate full of water <coughs> ಜನ್ಮನಾಶವತ್ವಾಟಿಂಬಿಂಬಿಂಬೇಹೋನ್ reflection is born when you place yourself before a reflecting medium and reflection perishes when you are away from that so reflection is subject to what janmanashavat that reflection is subject to birth and death and is perishable they cannot be atma so prasimivavat bimbadeho na atma they were that 
So what Prasyapati intended is that Indra and Virochana will should recognize that reflection cannot be Atma. Prasyapati saw that both these fellows have concluded from my words that reflection chai is Atma, this is what they have concluded. That not only chai is not Atma, but the body also cannot be Atma, which is the image reflecting in the water. That's what Prajapati wanted to, wanted Indra and Virochana to recognize. So, Prasimimavat Bhimbadehu na Atma Yadikna To making them know or understand that Bhimba, the body which is the image, also cannot be Atma because the reflection is Janmanasavat, then Bhimba also is Janmanasavat. Prajāpati indra virochanam prati-vācha deva prajāpati told indra virochana udasharāve ātmānam avekṣya You look at the ātmā in the plate full of water. So, udapūrana-sharāva, udasharāva is in madhyam-padalopi-sama. So, anyway, the plate full of water. Yet ātmāna-rūpam navijānītā what you do not understand about Atma, then may Brutam, may you both fellows tell me what you do not understand about Atma when you look at yourself in the plate full of water. So then Prajapati thought that these fellows will think the reflection is there only when we are, the body is there, otherwise it is not there. So reflection is perishable and of which the reflection in body also is perishable. And so, it cannot be immortal, so we become very clear to them that body is not the Atma. Brahman is this, it's not mantra section, so this section, where Prajapati asked them, conducted this experiment, you can say. So, Udasharava Brahmana Enam Sharirathmatayaha Vithapya. What Prajavati wanted was Vithapya. Separating from separating Atma from Sharirathmatayaha. Sharirathmatayaha. The Sharir is not Atma. Therefore, he wanted, Prajavati wanted Indra and Virochana to recognize. The Shari is not the Atma for that, that experiment of plate full of water was carried out. Again, Asyanagri, Avasthana Vishesha Vishistasya, Parekya Yoga Vasankya, Akshipuru says, Vegar, how can that be Paramatma? So, Bhastakara said, Akshilakshitam drashtara nirvishya. Not weaker, but what is meant by weaker is a witness. Upajana apayavatvat pratimimvat pratyanatma dehari divaktum udasharava atmana veksha, etc., etc.
సో ఏనం శరీరాత్మతాయాప్య ప్రకృతో దృష్ట ద్వితీయార్థ ఏనం దృష్టారం ది దృష్టా ద విట్నెస్ మస్ట్ బి రిలీజ్డ్ ఫ్రామ్ ఇట్స్ ఐడెంటిఫికేషన్ విత్ ది బాడీ విత్థాప్య మీన్స్ వాట్ బాధ ఓ ఇఫ్ యూ గో టు రత్న విత్థాప్య విచార్య ఉదకపూర్ణే శరారే ప్రతిబింబం ప్రతిబింబాత్మానందేం దృష్ట్వా స్వస్య జ్ఞాతం యత్న మహ్యం వాచ్యం ఇది ఉక్త శృత్యాపతి So they thought that that experiment will enable Indra and Virochana to recognize that gross body cannot be Atma and they were Vrajapati hoped to help Indra and Virochana carry out the Viveka of separation of Atma from Anatma which is gross body. So going to Vahasya. ఇంప్రెషన్స్ So, teacher made sure that the listeners were very clear that I am talking about the same Atma, not some other Atma. Svatma Sushutu Panya Sakramena And therefore, by the succession of the presentation of the Svatma and Sushutta, the dream and the deep sleep, Param Jyoti Upasampadya, Svena Rupen Abhinishpadya Devi Ardasya So, Viveka of the from the waker, dreamer, deep sleeper, and that's how, after the, as a result of that viveka, one recognizes one's true nature as Paramjyoti, Upasampadhi, attaining the Paramjyoti, the Supreme Consciousness. Srini Rupena Vinishpadhyate, one gets established in one's own true nature, which is again only same consciousness. It is the same Paramadhikam Sarovam Parambrahma. తద్రూపతీవ్యాఖ్యాజాపతిజాపతిజాపతిజాపతిజాపతిజాపతిజాపతిజాపతిజాపతిజాపతిజాపతిజాపతిజాపతిజాపతిజాపతిజాపతిజ
So, what is the purpose of saying Param Jyoti? Yet Param Jyoti Upasampatkabhyam, that Param Jyoti, the Supreme Light that is to be attained. That Param Brahma, that itself is Param Brahma, because word Brahma also is not used here. In this one, word Brahman is not used, but that Param Jyoti is Param Brahma. Says Ananarthava, ki muktam, what is said, if not jiva, jivatva rubena, jivam na vyachaste, loka siddhatvat. The jiva is not described as his nature of jivatva because that everybody knows. So no point in telling them what they already know. Kintutam anudya praspara vivicharibya avasthave vivicha. Tam Anudya reiterating that Jivatma and focusing attention upon Jivatma Paraspara Vivicharinibya Avasthame Vivicha that Jiva has to be separated from the Avasthatra which is mutually exclusive. Brahmasvarupam Bodhayati that the true nature of Jiva is Brahma when you in fact exclude from Jiva the three states. Atayat Brahma Tadiv Apahada Papatwani Dharmakam. Therefore, Apahada Papma is none other than Brahma, na Jiva Eti Uttam Bhavadi. There is not Jiva, but it is Brahma. Shoditasya Brahma Abhedena Tad Dharma Pahityatha. Shoditasya, only when Jiva is the Shodita, means when it is purified, meaning that when what is not Jiva, Anatma is eliminated. Then, as far as the true nature of Jiva is concerned, he is only Brahma, and therefore that is what Prasadavi meant. We will continue tomorrow. <coughs> Om Purnamadap Purnamidam Purnat Purnamadachyade Purnasya Purnamadahaya Purnamevavashishyade Om Shanti 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 Shankaram Shankaracharyam Keshavam Badarayanam Sutra Bhashya Prabhavande Bhagavanta Punapuna Ishvaro Guratne Murti Veda Vibhagine Vyoma Vadhyapta Dehaya Dakshinamurtaye Namaha Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Shri Guru Namaha Hari Om See, that is why, in fact, uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu looks upon Srimad Bhagavatam as a Vyakya Brahma Sutra. Because the 
ऑथर ऑफ ब्रह्म सूत्र ऑथर ऑफ भागवत ऑथर ब्रह्म सूत्र ब्रह्म सूत्र समाधि भाषा देन सो ए श्रद भागवतम सो भागवतम कम्स फ्रॉम द सेम प्लेस फ्रॉम वेर ब्रह्म सूत्र कम सो भागवत इज लुक्ड अपॉन एज द कॉमेंट्री अपॉन ब्रह्म सूत्र देन समबड़ी आस चैतन्य महाप्रवाइट ए कॉमेंट एन ब्रह्म सूत्र भागवत ऑलरेडी कॉमेंट्री आई थिंक मोर टू राइट भागवतम इज अल्टीमेट प्रमाण सो प्रस्थान इज देर उपनिषद इज देर सो वेर उपनिषद इज लैकिंग इन टर्म्स ऑफ क्लैरिटी भगवदगीता प्रोवाइड देर भगवदगीता लैक्स ब्रह्म सूत्र प्रोवाइड देर ब्रह्म सूत्र लैक्स श्रीमद भागवतम प्रोवाइड है so doubts that are left by one is are clear by the other one and then clear by the other one ultimately all the clarity credit is given by shrimad bhagavata this is a vaishnava view so they are not only prasthana prasthana chatushtayam they for vaishnava acharyas shrimad bhagavata in fact enjoy the same level of pramanyam as the prasthana trai so they accept prasthana chatushtayam <coughs> Anyway, that's just for the information. Yeah.